הרי אני מקשר עצמי לאכול לצדיקים אמיתים, שתורנו לכל לצדיקים אמיתים, שוכני עשר קדוש ומשבארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו רם נחן נובע מכל חוכמה. רבנו נחמן פגי מצמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So ברוך השם, today we continue in the second podcast on a סעיף כ"א רב שפחי ערן in section 21 continuing what happened the next morning after the sailors are failing to get rid of the excess water on the boat. וכשאיר היום And when uh, the day came, The attendant came to Rabbeinu that morning, and Rabbeinu responded to the attendant, speaking to the attendant, saying this, that he has a faint heart from the great immense fear. Because Rabbeinu says, I see in my heart. שאני עכשיו בסכנה גדולה, that I'm in great danger. כי אין זה דבר פשוט, because it's not a simple matter. אף על פי שאין אני רואה מה הם עושים, even though I do not see what they are doing, אף על פי כן הלב רואה, nonetheless the heart sees. ואיש הנ"ל כיחש לו ואמר לו, and the man that we spoke about above, this attendant, כיחש לו, he comforted רבנו ואמר לו, and he said to him, do not be afraid, because thank God, blessed, blessed is God, that everything is in order, everything is good. And this man went to go, uh, the attendant went outside to go uh, look at the place or the hold where they were drawing at the water. And he saw that within this place, there were, within this uh, hole where they were drawing out this water, there were small waves. The water trickling in this place, like the rivers, um, like, uh, like the rivers by us in Eastern Europe, they're saying. Meaning, it, it looked like a river was on this boat. Because the entire boat capacity was literally full of water now. It was uh, complete, completely full of water. Because it's the way of the boat to hold, to hold two portions of cargo. But they already threw, the, the Turks already threw off the entire cargo, all of it. Nothing left. And now the entire boat was filled with water. Water alone. And uh, the waters, um, sorry, Basfina Elu And the water's weight, basically, that was on the boat, exceeded the ship's capacity to hold it. And, uh, and they were trying to draw out the water that was exceeding the ship's capacity, trying to throw it out off the ship. Uh, They saw that even that was not enough. Um, that the pumping out of this water wasn't enough to get rid of the, the, the water leak and the, the water's weight. That it was constantly exceeding the ship's capacity and that the ship was riding low. And uh, the man saw, the attendant of Rabbeinu saw that it was impossible according to the rules of nature, according to the natural laws to be saved from this. And he came back to the room. And because of the great pain and fear that he was in at that point, he was not even able to speak. He was barely able to speak. 
And he responds to him, Mazot, what is this? Where is your tongue? Where is your mouth? That you said that this was nothing. That my, my fears were unjustified. And now you yourself are in extreme fear. Rabbeinu's attendant responds back to him, saying that there is absolutely no logical reason how to be saved from this. Because the water is increasing and flowing on the ship. And it's not in their way. It's not possible for them to draw out all the water, to pump out all the water. Because it's brought down. The laborer's strength was fading. Because it was almost uh, 24 hours of the sailors not even eating or drinking or sleeping. Just because they were pumping this water out of the ship with barrels and getting rid of as much of the leakage as, po- of, uh, as, much of the leakage as possible. And Rabbeinu's attendant came to Rabbeinu and said that they had still not yet prayed. It was morning and then they hadn't prayed yet. Rabbeinu responded to him. You do not need to pray now. All you need to do is accept the yoke of God's kingship, the yoke of heaven, with the first verse of Shema Yisrael. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. That's it. And say the first three verses, the first uh, and last three verses of the Amidah. It's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. Look in... Uh, and Orachayim, Simana, Simana, Kufiud, as it brought down, and Seif Aleph. Look over there, that uh, in the Haracha, when a person is in a place of danger, what this Inyan is, why you pray the first three Barachot of the Amidan, the last three Barachot of the Silent Prayer, and uh, look in the Gemara Barachot, it brought down this Inyan. Um, and he said, Rabbeinu told him, Take all the money to the last coin. Divide into two. Half of it you'll tie to your body, and half of it I'll tie to mine. And the man responded, asking him, Why do this? Can't the fish in the sea swallow us without our money? What's the point of holding our money? We're going to die anyways. Heshivlo and Rabenu responds, Asikar, do like this. And we know Rabenu, everything he does, everything he says, Mamash has reasons upon reasons upon reasons, secrets that we cannot understand. Do like this, like I'm telling you. Israel were in the sea and they did not drown. We are still on a boat, etc. The attendant did what Rabenu told him to. Rabbeinu told his attendant to dress himself, put on his clothes, and put on his fur coat, and to tie his belt around the fur coat. Rabbeinu did the same. As if they were getting dressed to go out on the road. And Rabbeinu's attendant went and asked Rabbeinu, I don't even know how to pray 
one of the ordered prayers, one of the organized tefillot from the, the great assembly, the Anshel Knesset Agdola, who established Shacharit Mincha Arvit tefillot, the way that we know it today, in all the structure that we know it. Rabenu the attendant tells Rabenu, I don't even know how to pray that tefillah. Mikol Sheken, all the more so, Achshab Be'etzara Azot. At a time of trouble like right now. Aval Kvot Torato Yodel Eitpale Be'ad Klaliut Ufchatiut. But Rabenu, with the Kavod of your Torah, with the honor of your Torah, you know how to pray on behalf of the general and the specific. Why aren't you praying right now? And Rabenu responded that now, because of Rabenu, Rabenu said, because of the fact of, because I'm in constricted consciousness, because I don't have an expanded mind, I'm in a test right now. As we know, they brought down in the, in the writing of the Yarizal, um, look in, uh, in Etz Chayim, they brought down the Sinyan, um, and many of the books of the Ari Kadosh, Kavanot, all this stuff, look in the Zohar, the Sinan Mochim de Katnut, constricted consciousness. It's an immature intellect. Whenever a person's in a test and he's struggling to understand where Hashem Bach is in the, in the situation, un- trying to understand the clarity, but he didn't understand, this uh, is an aspect of constricted consciousness. Your mind is sealed. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to apply advice. So in a time like that, we know Rabbanu teaches us Nikut Moran, you have to reinforce yourself with Emuna in the time of Mochin de Katnut. This is the main thing to pray, to, to, you know what I mean? To just sit there and to have, reinforce yourself with faith because you don't have any advice you can apply. The advice is divided. You don't know how to apply the advice of even the Tzadikim, even if it's clear, because you're in constricted consciousness. You're in a test. And when you're in a test, you're that, your consciousness is taken away from you. So all you can do is reinforce yourself with as much purity as possible, with as much faith as possible. So Rabbanu says, I'm in a time of constricted consciousness and I'm very far from Hashem. I'm far from God. But my counsel is faithful. Look what Rabbanu is saying. When you're in a time of constricted consciousness, when you're in a great test and great danger, all you can reinforce yourself with is whatever counsel you have left. As Rabbi Natan says, even though the advice might be not complete, apply even one piece of the advice. Because Rabbi Natan says, even in a time of trouble, that is enough. That one piece. My counsel is faithful. Mechamat en berera, mechamat en. Sorry, atati emuna, but my counsel is faithful. Mechamat en berera, mechamat godel asakana, shanachu achshab asakana, norab atzmar kazo, and Rabbanu continued. And now, because there's absolutely no choice, we are in an absolute danger. A danger that is, is noraa, awesome. That tzuma kazo, it's tremendous and is so immense Hashem knows God knows that all the days of my life I have yet to use since the day I was born until this moment I have yet to use the merit of my forefathers in my prayers Rabbeinu said I have yet to mention the merit of my forefathers in asking God of something um, it's only because I'm forced now that I now request from Hashem Bach that He saves us, that He should do this for me in the merit of my great grandfather, Rabbi Yisrael Bar Shem the great tzaddik, the light of the uh, the uh, seven days of creation, the Bar Shem Tov Akadosh. May His memory be a blessing, and also in the merit of Chud Zekenti Adel, and in the merit of my great and uh, of my grandmother Adel, the daughter of the Bar Shem Tov, the awesome prophetess, Uzchud Zekeni Rabbi Nachman Me'aridenka. And in the merit of my my grandfather, Rabbi Nachman Horadenker, the great the 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 youngest students of the Bashem Tov Akadosh, 
Rabbeinu merits these, uh, brings the merit, or begs Hashem Yitbach to save him and his attendant in the merit of these three great tzaddikim and the tzaddikah, um, um, Adel, his grandmother. And Rabbeinu did not mention a single thing more than this. We know Rabbeinu used this chut tavot three times. This is brought down in Tavot Zichonot in Koch Ve'or and in Chayim Oran. Brought down that Rabbeinu uses Zichut Avot, the merit of his forefathers, three times in his prayers. Once was this moment. This is the first time that he, he ever used it. On his way back from Eretz Yisrael to be saved. The second time was to appoint Rabbi Aaron, one of Rabbeinu's biggest students, as the Rav of Breslev. Rabbeinu prayed to Hashem Yitbarach using his Zichut Avot that Rabbi Aaron would be appointed as Rav of Breslev just to show you the greatness of Rabbi Aaron that Rabbeinu uses Zichut Avot Three, three times only in his life, and one of them was for Rabbi Aaron. And the third time is unknown. <laughs> Rabbi, Rabbeinu was so, uh, what do you call it? Loved Rabbi Aaron so much that it says about his relationship with Rabbi Aaron that he said before going to Eretz Yisrael, Rabbeinu told Rabbi Aaron, before he ever made his journey to Eretz Yisrael, he said, Rabbi Aaron, because I love you so much, I give you the bracha that after uh, um, you pass away from this world, you'll be able to merit to understand um, all of my mundane conversations in this world the way I understood them. And this was an awesome blessing. This was what Rabbeinu said before he went to Eretz Yisrael. Imagine what he attained after. <laughs> Imagine what he attained after. It's beyond us. It's beyond our understanding. Um, and um, Rabbi Avram Rav Nachman, Rabbi Avram Chazan, the author of Kor Ve'or, Biur Alikutim, awesome tzaddik, he said that I'm jealous of Rabbi Aaron for the fact that he merits to understand all Rabbeinu's conversations. If only I could, Rabbi, Rabbi Avraham Barav Nachman says like this, Rabbi Avraham Chazan says like this, if only I could understand one conversation, the way Rabbeinu understood in this world, 10,000 years after the resurrection of the dead, after Tchiat HaMetim. So, Baruch Hashem, we have a lot to be happy about in the fact that we can study words coming from the Holy Tzaddik, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, to be reinforced with teachings like this, that Be'emet can bring a person up from the dead, as Rabbi Yitzchak Breiter uh, once was uh, explaining to many other Hasidim, as the other Hasidim were bragging about their greatness of their Rebbe's, Rabbi Yitzchak Breiter said like this, he said, you want to know the greatness of my Rebbe? Is he doesn't do miracles. The biggest miracle that he did was make someone wicked like me into someone who I am right now. This is bigger than Triat Emetim, Rabbi Yitzchak Breiter said, this is bigger than resurrecting the dead. To turn someone like me, as wicked as I was, into someone who's waking up Chatzot and doing Hidbodadut. Rabbi Trekbatel used to do Hidbodadut for five hours, six hours at a time. We have no idea what we're talking about here. That Rabbeinu can turn the biggest, the most wicked people into something, a pele, a wonder. Rabbeinu said, anyone who attaches himself to one of my true students, Be'emet, can become a Balchubagamur. Not only that, he says, one who's attached to one of my Anshishilomen or one of my students can be a tzaddik amur, a complete tzaddik, rid of all his desires, all of his, all of his temptations, everything. He's completely righteous and pure. Bezrat Hashem, may we have the merit to attain these levels.